Hi, I'm Sierra. And I'm Stefan. We're here to chit chat about the mystical, the magical, and everything in between. This is Mystic Gossip. And we're here to spill the positivity. Okay, Sierra, spill it. I'm gonna What's spill going it. We are <laughs> gossiping about ghosts and ghouls and all the ghosty things. All the ghosty things, the apparitions, the spirits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I've always been into all the ghosty things. What about you? Oh my god, yes. I mean, I've 100% always been into ghostly things, and I think it requires a little bit of definition because you know, in this unknown world that we're talking about, there's a lot of different characters, right? Yeah. And what are they all? And what is a ghost? So what do you think a ghost is compared to, say, a spirit or a spirit guide or an angel or a, you know? Yeah, there's so there's so many different things. And I, I will say I was listening to another podcast that was talking about this and I had never really thought about it before because things that don't affect me like immediately I, I wasn't giving too much thought to that in a way um mm. but a ghost just because oh my god I grew up like watching all the ghost shows and all the things oh. I always think of a ghost as something like oh I mean as a kid I grew up thinking of it as it's something scary you know like ghost has a scary association mm-hmm. but I think it's something like you know uh I think of it as like a person like a ghost yeah. of a person of a person that was once alive Oh, yes. I love that. And then a spirit. I I also feel like a spirit can be that same definition, but then it also doesn't have to be like a person that was once alive. It could just be like the energy of, I don't know, or maybe even like a soul that is that's, that's, hanging you around. Just said it. You took it straight. So I think, I think that soul is your forever energy right yeah yeah soul is and i was talking to someone recently that described this so beautifully i mean i think that souls are you know who we are right yeah but yeah, i think all yeah. our souls are a part of like over soul right like source like the big soul mm-hmm. god if you will source energy um but there's this interesting thing about the individuation of a soul like a soul is created and is part of you it is you really um but it comes from a piece of the divine Okay. And that, and that we all are think about it like leaves on a tree. This is what this person was telling me. Oh, I like that we're that. all a leaf on the tree that's individual, but we um still are connected to the source, right? And then we are a soul going through our journey, right? Yeah. Um, life after life, learning, growing. And as we grow, we become closer to source, right? Like we become more connected to source, but we were never separate from it, right? That's kind of this beautiful thing. So having explained that, I think like the ghost aspect is the soul that isn't going back after a life that's hanging around. Yeah, And I think that that is, so I've read this book called Journey of Souls by Mike Newton, which is a fabulous book about um, hypnotherapy and past lives and um, spirit lives based on hypnotherapy experiences. And it's amazing. You should read it. Um, literally wanted to throw up every chapter, just blowing my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he does talk about displaced um, souls who after they die are not yet ready to go back to, um, you know, the spirit place of spirits, 
Ghost, um, 1990. Ghosts. Oh my God. You're in danger, girl. You are. <laughs> and um, favorite. <laughs> but for real, it's that. It's the, it's the, um, it's this person, person, like you said, person who is still the soul that is still with their person who's still, still here trying to figure out, you know, they're not ready yet. That's yeah. what I. Yeah, I like that because like, you know, how we talked about in the channeling episode about getting messages from spirits, from guides, from, you know, I I think of it as like I've received a message from my, well, my grandparents throughout my life, but, right. you know, but from my grandma, but they're not ghosts. Yeah, I don't feel like it was a ghost in any way. It was no, more no. this spirit energy is presenting itself to either let their presence be known or to send a message. Whereas yeah. sometimes like if you see something, if you experience something that is like stuck, I think of ghosts as being something that's more stuck not stuck. something that's choosing to come and visit but something that's unsure if they are able to or even want to leave yeah and i think it's funny because in that book he also does talk about spirit communication like soul communication and how souls that are in the soul place um can reach out to humans yeah. through the mind through their ways and in, in a very similar way to how spirit guides communicate with with humans yeah or souls having human experiences right yeah yeah, um because you're communicating through the soul and so i think yes the ghost aspect to me is the energy of stuckness or the soul that's trying to get attention here who's Mm -hmm. not yet gone back how do we feel about that I like that. And I also it, like, I love how you're bringing in this like book. That's like such a great reference and such, you know, an amazing, <laughs> you know, example of a book. And I immediately went to like my middle school obsession of the mediator series by Meg Cabot, which <laughs> anyone who's read it, please talk to me. Can we just fan fan geek about that? Um, Nothing wrong with that. The, the mediator series was my absolute favorite. I, I really like, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I feel like the, I mean, there's so many different interpretations of ghosts. There's so many different, but like what I really liked about that was they made this like, you know, badass teenager, uh, someone who helped these, these ghosts, uh, these spirits, uh, you know, but ghosts really cross over to the other side because they were stuck. And so there was this one really hot ghost in her bedroom, obviously, that she falls in love <laughs> with. And oh my God, if you haven't uh, read the Mediator series by Meg Cabot, um, big fan. Um, but it was really well done in that way of like, those were, there was a reason they were stuck and hanging around. And and I thought that that was a really interesting way that it was done, even though that's in a total like <laughs> a young adult fiction way. But I like when it's done well, you wow. know, and I thought that that was done so well. And I do really like everything that you said about, you know, when we're being contacted or when we've had some sort of ghosty experience. And I think that that's the reason why. We talk about like, you know, haunted houses. Oh, my God. I don't know what the hell was going on in the late 90s, like early 2000s. But I feel like all the research that I had to do in middle school when I was learning how to research was like, do you want to do you want to research haunted houses or do you want to research the Bermuda Triangle? And I was like, oh, my God, I need to know all of these things. And it's like, no wonder why I'm obsessed with all this shit. Like we were always like fed, like, you know, like the um, what's it called? The um, unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UFOs and all. All the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I was so into it all. No wonder why, like, so much of our generation is into it. I know. The Pluto and Scorpio generation were all into the mysteries and getting to the bottom of it. But 
Yeah. Have, I, you had, have you had ghost experiences or haunted house experiences of your own? I, I have had haunted. Oh well, well, well. Yes, yes, I had. <laughs> and like 90% of Americans are saying crazy. I've just pulled that out of nowhere. But I remember hearing that like in a huge amount, a huge percentage of Americans have, would say that they've had a haunted house experience. Yeah. And like, Look and I think, that, I think that, yeah, well, that we'll don't take that, that as fact. <laughs> yes. But it was, I remember hearing that recently that it was like a really a large really high number. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that some of the reason why these places are seen as haunted or, you know, is because of what you kind of explained with the difference with ghosts and spirit there is that a spirit's got no reason to stay because they they're able to kind of do what they want but a ghost seems somehow like it's stuck and normally i think places that are super charged with energy that have like some sort of high emotional situation like maybe it was a tragedy oftentimes it was a tragedy i'll tell you what i like i can't even talk about it much now but i'll just say real quick i can't get anywhere near ground zero in new york without having like an actual panic attack i i can't the energy is too strong and so um the, you know, I think places that have had such an enormous uh, collective energy that's normally in the negative, that's when things get stuck because there's confusion. You know, when there's a tragedy, you're you're not like peacefully leaving this life experience to another one. You're, you know. Yeah. And I think there's also just a um, one, I think there's just an energetic imprint in a place like that because there's yeah. been this big thing um, regardless of even spirits or ghosts. But I also think that you're right that when a, when a soul is unexpectedly ripped from its body, um, there's confusion. Yeah. I yeah. would say we're like in a realm right now, but I think that that's, that's interesting. And I, yeah. And I think that that's really cool because I mean, I think it's also interesting to do, to think about it as soul age, because in the book he does discuss, um, younger souls having a higher tendency to stick around oh yes yeah they're not like ready to go yet whereas a well-seasoned soul is like whoop that was death off we go next round let's line her up you know like we're ready to go back we've got work to do you know yeah and i'd also love to know if anybody who is listening to this like if you if you're not someone who is totally down with the whole soul and reincarnation concept like I don't know. And and yes. you, maybe you do believe in ghosts or maybe you're skeptical. I don't know. I'm just always fascinated to talk about this because as we're having this conversation, I feel like you and I are so on the same page. And we're like, of course, we live many lives. And if we have a more seasoned soul, we're just ready to go <laughs> on to the next one. But then I also realized yes. that perhaps yes. that's not normal, like dinner table conversation. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. If you're, if you are a believer in the soul life, the one, I mean, soul one life and the afterlife, the, no judgment whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Um, and in that case, what's a ghost? Um, is it still a stuck soul that's not ready to move across? I think what we're really saying is that regardless of the of the um, the way that you see the mechanics working, a ghost is a soul that is lost or yeah. purposefully hanging back. Yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh, I I loved and still love watching all of the ghost shows not the ones like i mean i still used to watch them what is it ghost hunters with like that like really douchey guy who's always like show yourself show yourself you know um (laughs) i still watch those shows i don't anymore but i definitely went through a period but i loved their i cannot remember the name of it there was this amazing show 
that it was a psychic medium and a retired like NYPD like detective cop. And mm-hmm. they would go to these houses or locations of people that were really having instance in, incidents. There we go. Uh, incidents and they the psychic medium would like separately from the cop go to the house normally at night and would kind of take stock of everything that was going on there and then the cop would go and investigate all of the things in the surrounding areas and interview the people and then they come together and the stuff that would overlap was so cool and that was where my you know i love and believe in all of this stuff but i love and believe in it even more when i can get that like real world confirmation it's like again brings in my sagittarius just believing and that capricorn but give me the practicality of it and I loved that show that they like you would see how this guy would do the research and oh well this this area was owned by this person here's a picture of them from way back when and then the psychic medium would go to a sketch artist and be like this is the guy who's hanging around here and you see the pictures next to each other you know like it was really cool it was really cool but I I like uh but it was it was almost like the the goal of this show well, that was very cool to see how like, hey, if we real world research and if we psychic medium research, we can get like overlapping information. But the goal of it was kind of like, hey, is this a home that's safe for our family to stay in? Right. And that was interesting because sometimes it's like, hey, it's going to take a lot of work. But yeah. And there was a couple of times where it was like, hell no, like, hell no, it's not safe. And you need wow. to, and it's like, and that's the thing that I like, as much as I'm like, spill the positivity, you know, and let's, uh, let's keep it all light. Like, I don't know, do like, I feel like we can't not talk about some of like the dark stuff that comes with well, ghosty things, yeah. you know? And I, and I, and I, it's funny. Cause I want to believe that ghosts are not like dangerous, you know, to us, mm-hmm. but it is hard to think about heavy, dark, evil energy and like, what's a demon. That's a whole other episode. What's a demon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, <Let's... laughs> dark sided. That's what it is. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that um, I've heard stories. I mean, I've heard stories, and I, again, we've all heard stories, but we've had that the positive and the negative spins on them. And I, it's funny because I am totally okay. Like, can I tell a story? So I'll tell a story. So, like, my grandmother was someone that was quite, um, you know, psychic. Although, if you called her that, she would totally be like no um but she was and there was a boy a young boy that passed away in the community horrible story who had died at a pool party and they all ran in to sing happy birthday and he fell into the pool and no one saw and he drowned horrible 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 and they all went to the um funeral and she went because it was like and she didn't even know the boy but it was like what you did you know, you went to the funeral. It was a tragedy. It was a community tragedy, you know? Yeah. And she, um, she, after the mass, it was like, um, yeah, after the mass, she said, uh, to the priest, she said, it was really nice to see. And my grandmother was like nosy that way. She always had comments for the priest, always had edits to the sermon. She'd call him every week and say, um, okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, um, sass, sass, sass. (laughs) She went to him and um, said this, uh, oh, it was really nice to see um, that there was an altar, the altar boy, the altar boy, you know, um, standing near the coffin. And she was like, where is he from? Because he didn't look like he was wearing our traditional vestments that we have every week. He was wearing like a white robe, which she kind of assumed it was like a friend from his school or something. And the priest said, uh, there were no altar boys (gasps) uh, today. And she was like, oh. Huh. And Fuck. then the next day, 
when they had the open coffin, because they do that in our tradition, like they have, well, not the, yeah, they have the open coffin. She was like, oh, yeah, that was him. That was the boy that was standing next to the coffin. Um, what the? F- and so she just had that gift. And to me, that might be that soul of the child honoring, you know, honoring himself yeah. and staying behind. And maybe he needed to do it for his parents. Maybe he needed to do it for, you know, you don't know why, but there's like, <gasps> and to me, there's the beautiful staying behind. Yeah. Just to, to honor your life and to maybe get the closure for yourself as a soul. You know, and then my grandmother, by the way, people say, well, people see what they want to see. They see what they want to believe. She didn't know who he was. She didn't, she had no reason to suspect, to, 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 you know, create um, uh, a fantasy to satiate her own emotions. She actually thought it was, he was a person, you know, so she just had a gift. So it's interesting because I think there's that aspect of growth. And then you have these other stories you hear where there's like, you know, cupboards slamming and. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. And it's like, you know. More like the Leo ghosts amongst us. Um, <laughs> Look at me. We love you. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> but then that also brings in a whole nother like, oh my God, we could get so derailed so easily. Like that brings in a whole nother, like there's poltergeists, you know, like that's God. a whole nother situation. Yeah. Then, situation. then there's like the more kind of darker energies going on. And then also there's, an idea that I did want to talk about while we're talking about all the ghostly things mm. too, is that about time slips and like glitches in the <gasps> matrix, which oh. like is, is not totally ghosty, but I think can sometimes be mistaken, mistaken. as ghosty. Oh, and, we have, oh, we have stories. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, and this, like, I've got one from my cousin that leads into one of mine where um, I remember my cousin, she was telling me about how like as a kid she in her bedroom she like was she saw like the shadow of her mom walking down the hallway she thought that it was her mom she went up to get her mom it wasn't her her mom's asleep in bed and so it's like oh my god there's a ghost and like there were some haunted things going on in her house like we can get into those stories another time another day but there there was like and then she like had this realization years later because when she was like an adult living in her parents house she they had like finished the attic and she was living upstairs and she would pa- and it was at like always at like two in the morning that like this shadow of a ghost would happen or the shadow of a figure that looked like her mom and then she realized that like when she was living at her parents house as an adult and would be out like with her boyfriend or with friends or whatever she'd always be coming back at like two in the morning and be walking down that hallway to head up to the, to the stairs that would go to the attic. And so it's like, was that shadow of her, which she's like a spitting image of her mom now, like, was that her that she was having this time slip of like a shadow? Oh, you know what I, I mean? Of that. 100% and, you- and then, okay, this literally happened to me. It was either yesterday or the day before. Um, I was, I was going to take a shower and <laughs> I swear, like I'm again, the millennial that, has a cat and not a child so we (laughs) we treat our cat as if he is a child and so my husband's like Gaston and I are gonna go check the mail so anyways um (laughs) he takes our cat because our cat loves going in the mailbox um he takes our cat to the mailbox and I want to, I was like trying to wait to show my husband something and he was taking for freaking ever. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to shower and I'll show him the thing later. I don't know. Maybe Gaston's like having living his best life in the mailbox right now. And so um, it turns out that they were like taking down the trash and everything. So it was a more like extended, uh, you know, 
exit of the apartment for a little while. And so I'm uh-huh. I'm in the shower and my cat is a weirdo. He's a Pisces and um he loves the water. <laughs> and whenever we're showering, he wants to be right there. He loves when we come out of the shower and he wants to be in the shower and he like he he's great. But so I I'm like in the shower and it's like we have glassed you know, doors. It's not a shower curtain, it's glass, but it's also super fogged up and like maybe not 100% clean. And so I, (laughs) I see like, you know, a little fluff ball guest on come into the the bathroom and I'm like turning around. I'm like, oh, hey, are you back? You're going to try to come in. And so I open the shower door and he's not fucking there. And I was like, I literally said his name out loud. And I was like, oh, ho, you have a good time at the mailbox. Like you ready? You want to try to come in the shower? And then I like turn around, go to the open door and he's not there. And I was like, oh, did he like slip right. out real fast? OK, whatever. little weird. Going to keep showering. And then like two minutes later, I hear the door close for the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, Guillaume, can you come here? And he like comes into the shower and I was like, or to the bathroom. And I'm like, did you guys just get back? And he's like, yeah, we just got back right now. And so I'm like, Ooh. because I freaking saw Gaston yes, come in. And like there, there is like the logicking away of like, okay, it was steamy. Like, was your mind playing tricks on you? But I'm like, this is such a typical shape that I'm used to seeing, you know, that it was very, very weird. And then that moment afterwards, I was doing like some journaling channeling and it was felt it was really freaking weird. And it got to like I was getting messages of being like, yeah, you're noticing time slips and you're like kind of like in this weird moment. And then today I've been listening to this audiobook. I rent it from like Libby and I've been listening to it. I update everything on Goodreads. I'm like a freaking reader galore. And <laughs> I I went to go update my progress on Libby and I'm on Goodreads and my book wasn't on there. Like that I wasn't reading it. It wasn't even on like the list of to read. And I had to go back in and add it. And I had to go back in and change it to audiobook. And I was like, where did my book go? And it really felt like I slipped a timeline or something where like I was in a timeline where my cat came into the bathroom and where I had been listening to this audiobook. And it's like, but that kind of, it wasn't a ghost. It felt like it was a different imprint of like a different possibility. I don't know. Wow. It's actually, it's interesting because you, you little weaver, you little weaver, you. you. (laughs) And that's, um, and that's actually funny because I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And I had this one story that was, um, I was, I was asleep and I had, I'm not someone that has night terrors really. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. people have them all the time, but I've had like maybe one or two experiences with them, but this one was really one. And I woke up in my bed and, um, you know, in that night terror where you can't move oh, and you're yeah. having that moment of like, Ugh. you know, and I was in bed with a girl that had big red hair um, and she was fighting. I thought I was being attacked. I thought I woke up and I was being attacked. That's what I thought. But when I looked around, it was my apartment. It was my same apartment, but it was all different. It was like 1970s. It was a different decorations. There was posters on the walls. There was a lamp. I remember it. It was like a totally different vibe, but it was my apartment. And then I kind of did that thing where you try and get up, but you can't get up. And then I got up and I was hunched over and I couldn't move. And I was like running, trying to get to the fridge. I was like panicking. Um, And then I opened the front door and there were like kids in the hallway. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I like woke up and um, 
I realized that it wasn't like I wasn't being attacked. Like this poor girl was like defending herself from there suddenly being a man in her bed. Like that's what it was. It was suddenly like a man in her bed and she was like, ah, like and choking me and like clawing at me. Oh my God, I got goosebumps everywhere. And, And in my head, I was like, I think you jump timelines. I think you just, something just happened while you were asleep. You astro projected or something, but you did it to a different like, I actually truly believe that in 1970, there was a woman living in this apartment who one night thought she had a demon experience or a ghost experience where she was like, I woke up with a man in my bed and I, or like a ghost in my bed or a heavy energy on me. You know, when you have those yeah. stories. And I was like, and and here I was being like, ah, get the hell out of my bed. But like, we were both in our beds, you know? Oh, and I think so that there's weird. also those experiences that, could be mistaken for ghost experiences when it's just us being um in different places potentially yeah Yeah. isn't that cool that is wild I like I remember when we moved into this apartment I like could have sworn I saw a cat walking in the hallway and we didn't have a cat when we moved into this apartment and so Mm -hmm. it was just like did I have a little blink of when I had a cat in this apartment, you know, just like little, cause I was like, was that, was there a ghost of a cat who used to live here that I saw, or was that my future cat, you know? And I don't know. It, it's really, but yeah, that, that experience this week was very weird. The timeline slipping. Maybe we should make that a whole nother episode, but I know we're like turning this into the timeline slipping episode, yeah. but, but it is a fascinating, fascinating thing. And, and, and it does also like bring up to question, you know, what is a ghost? Yeah. What is, what is a timeline slip, you know? And what is it like, have you seen, um, it kind of makes me think of, um, well, <laughs> sorry, have you seen? It's like, yeah, okay, that's the stupidest question I've ever asked. Have you seen The Prisoner of Azkaban? Have you read, <laughs> Sarah, have you read Harry Potter? Um, just, I've been curious about that for some time. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> and also the prisoner of- <laughs> question. <laughs> question. uh the prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite one um it obviously it's the best time yeah i know it's so good but in the way that like hermione is aware of her other self setting like throwing the stone or doing the yeah. thing like yeah. doing the thing to get the attention and to leave that sign behind like that's a kind of interesting that kind of time that slipping. shit blows my mind i'm so blows fascinated and all that yeah because yeah. how much of ghosts how much of like are ghosts real you know or is it all just time slips like you know the, is it just a future version of you trying to get your attention i mean we don't know well, that's a you good know, question. And I, in my opinion, would say no. I don't think it's just, I don't think it's just agree. like, I agree. yeah, I think that, I think that that would be more of like a time slip or like an impression in the same way that, you know, when something happens, oh, when you walk in the same spot and you're carpeted home over and over again, that part of the carpet gets pushed down. You know what yes. I mean? Oh, I love and that. it feels like that oh. is what like this, you know, energy of like my cousin for however many years, like passing by this hallway, walking upstairs, passing I by love. this hallway, walking upstairs. It's like something in that happened so regularly at this time that little kid, her like saw it because, you know, of that, like time slip in a way. But then I feel like the able. ghost. Yeah, she was able to. And and it was at that witching hour, you know, where time's a little thinner. And yes. And so I feel like the ghost part of it is more like when there is that soul, that spirit of the person who was once alive, 
is interacting in ways that they can, like they're manipulating energy. Oh my gosh. Have you seen, have you seen President of Azkaban? Have you seen, um, <laughs> what is it? The Visitors with Nicole Kidman? I think oh, it's The wait. Visitors. I think that's what it's called. The Others. You're right. Thank you. I was like, I have seen it, but it's not called that. There's a French movie called The Visitors and it's a totally oh, different oh, energy. Yes. And that's also, where my brain was. It's also literally listening. <laughs> Practical magic again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the we really others. like you. <laughs> the others, you're right. Um, yeah, that movie where it's like it's her and her kids, and they think like you know the the dad comes back, but then he leaves, oh my God. and then it turns oh out that God. they're all dead, and they're living. Oh spoiler alert! God. Whoops, they're all living in this house that like there's a séance going on with like the actual family that's living yes. there. Oh, it me. I love that movie. Oh my God, yeah. that it was slaps. like wild. But that's the thing where it's like this was like a family that because of a tragedy, because she freaking killed her she kids, killed and her children. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know she like they were stuck there. And and so were like the people who were taking care of everything. They were like also these ghosts in from the house time. from yeah. an earlier time. And then there was a new family that moved in that they thought they were being haunted. Meanwhile, these ghosts thought they were being haunted by like real people. And so it just gives, oh my God, it just like chills everywhere. I'm I love to that. sage my entire life after this conversation. But like... <laughs> <laughs> sage, my, you know what? Make some chicken and put sage in it and you can sage the inside too. There, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Say, oh my God. Saging the abdomen. Saging the intestinal tract. That's a whole... <laughs> that is not a future episode. All right. <laughs> I have sage. Actually, I bought some fresh sage. It's the perfect moment. Well, um... you keep us updated on how that goes. <laughs> oh, but that, like, it was such an interesting way of seeing, like, if you haven't seen the movie, basically, it was a very interesting perspective to be like, oh, my gosh, these characters we just got completely attached to that they thought they were being haunted are actually the ghosts here. And there are a, a, people who are alive living in this home that think they are being haunted. And so it just gave us this perspective of like that, you know, exactly that feeling of what we can imagine, like that kind of tragic energy that holds on to places can be, can mm. feel like because it felt real to, you know, Nicole Kidman and her kids. Like it felt like they were just continuing on with life. And I, that's, that's kind of what we were saying before, like, when it is a sudden thing and there's confusion and maybe like, again, if we're talking about like souls with multiple lives, you know, maybe it is a newer situation where we're not used to go what moving on. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And also the soul, which is such a pure entity, right? Yeah. Um, a pure love energy that has lived a human experience and had this horrible negative experience or yeah. in this case, murdered someone. Yeah. or two people who happen to be her children, uh, the soul, how does the soul deal and perceive with the the horror that they've experienced in the human life yeah. that they've been yeah. capable of? The purity of the soul would be somewhat confused by the energy of that event because it's like coming out of that, you would hold on to it because you'd be like, what the hell have I done? Also, yeah. like, or oh, what yeah, the hell yeah, has happened yeah. here? Because I think the purity of the soul doesn't, and, you know, and in this actually going back to the book, uh, it talks a lot about souls 
like the human experience, the earth experience being a challenge and being a soul going to war, like a soul coming here is like for not just any old soul. It's for souls that are ready to have the practical experience. Yeah, and yeah. that other places that you can incarnate as a soul where you can just float around like a, you know, fluffy dragonfly or something. Um, what a lovely <laughs> life. Um, but, but like coming to earth is for the warriors who are yeah, like, yeah. I'm ready to learn in the classroom and that it's hard. And because a soul and, you know, we, they talk about souls being like, if it wasn't so beautiful there, I would never fucking go back because yeah, yeah. it's just hard. It's hard. And so for a soul to come out of that too, they have to be purified. They have to get used to like what it feels like having lived in a human, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) and it's like, it's a hard, hard job. So it's interesting to think that it would be quite easy to hold on to, to be confused, to, to have investments too, like to have investments in the people that are still around in the life that you still had and the mission you had not yet finished. Yeah, which like brings me back to Ghost Patrick Swayze, nineteen ninety. <laughs> uh, oh my god! <laughs> which like, oh my god, one of my favorite movies of all time. But like growing mm. up, that was the movie that like me and my cousin rented every summer she visited. And finally, Best. my dad was like, "We should just buy the movie." The amount of times we we've rented it from Blockbuster, <laughs> you know. But um, oh, I've spent like two hundred dollars renting this movie at this exactly, point. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is an example of one of those. Okay, this is tragic, and I was supposed to get married to this person. And I was supposed to have a life with this person and, and somebody killed me and I want to protect the person that I loved. And, you know, like, so there's so much, uh, attachment, you know, and I also like, she's in danger. She's in danger, girl. Um, (laughs) also just want to give a moment of like, I don't know the, like, just acknowledgement that if you are someone who's lost someone in your life and we're just here talking about ghosts, like I know that for some people it's a lot more palpable and a lot more uh, like real to, you know, you in this moment. So I just want to reach out. And like Stefan said, this is, um, this is, this is hard work being human. So just reaching out with love there. And we know that not everybody can talk about this in this moment as, um, as lightly. As joyfully and lightly as we're talking about it. Yeah, that's exactly. And yeah, I and yeah. I do think that like also, yeah, I, I think that there's something really beautiful in this too. Um and really difficult. And I think that there's also in that movie too, it touches on, you know, the fact that people prey on the innocent and people prey on the people that are vulnerable. Um, you know, scam artists. And we see it on Instagram where people yeah. steal accounts and oh my God, tell yeah. people, oh my goodness, you need to you know, transfer me $25,000 so I can like, you know, cleanse you of the evil that's surrounding you and et cetera, et cetera. And it's such a horrible thing that people do that and, and karma's real. But um, at the same time, I do believe that there's like a real beauty about discussing these things because we all have had those kind of experiences where we feel like we're not alone or there's something going on or there's an energy. And I remember one time I walked into my apartment and I crossed the threshold, the door, and I was hit in the face with this energy. It was just like a, I walked through, like there were, and it was, I mean, I come to my apartment, you know, every day for 11 years and never experienced anything like this. And this time I was like, woof, something is um, different. Okay. And I just said, if there's anything here that needs to be expressed, like come in peace you're welcome here. 
don't fuck with me. Yeah. I don't know if you're a ghost or an energy or what you are. But okay, can we talk about one ghost story that I had? I know. I'm like, I've got two afterwards. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was upstate in a house with my boyfriend at the time. And oh my God, it was old, 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 old house. We're talking from the 1800s or something, even earlier. And, And it was beautiful but had a kind of creepy energy. There was an urn in the corner that I couldn't explain that looked like a prop oh. from Harry Potter, oh. a black urn sitting on a ta- on a on a side table that was like, okay. <gasps> anyway. Um, and upstairs in the bedroom, there was a four-post bed that looked like it had been there since, you know, forever. It was old, antique. Um, anyhow, my boyfriend at the time, obsessed with ghost stories, obsessed with possession, obsessed with, like, the conjuring. And... All things I just cannot abide by. I'm like, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. <laughs> so he starts researching the house. And oh God. I, I don't go down this road, David. Oh, sorry, I just said his name. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Um, of course he did. And things start to get revealed. This family lived in here, you know, generations. They were like the mayor of the town. They were important Every scary movie. Every scary movie. Yep. And then gets to the point, his wife died in the house on this date at around midnight. I look at my phone. It's today. No, it's not. It is. Fuck. And I was like, I am literally going to end you for doing this <laughs> to us. We are on vacation. We are in a home. You're telling me that the forebearers of this home died in the upstairs bed where we are sleeping today, you know, 150 years ago at midnight. <laughs> and it is now 11 o'clock. Like, is this, like, are you, do you want my death? Like, what is happening? Oh you know, and, and, and subsequently all the children died here. And subsequently, you know, la, 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 la. And I'm like, I'm literally going to have a nightmare. So we go to bed. I'm already, at this point, I'm like walking around the house in pairs. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere on my own now. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're now tied to the hip. We're a unit now. <laughs> we're a unit now. And I'm not going upstairs until you do. Um, And we go to bed. And um, I'm a little scared. Go to bed. And the light is above the bed. And it's attached like a fan. And it's a pull chain. This kind of thing. Because that couldn't be scarier. And (sighs) we're in bed. We pull the chain. Lights out. Go to bed. At like 3 a.m. in the morning, I wake up. No. The light is on. No. And I like literally am like tapping him away. Wake up. And he's like getting up and he's like, wait, wait, why is the light? I'm like, that's a really good fucking question. That's a really oh, good fucking no. question. And I was like, oh my God. And he was, he was like, okay, let's just go back to sleep. I'm like, are you insane? Go back to sleep. I'm like freaking out. And I'm like surrounding myself in light and like putting oh, myself in a bubble and like clutching my rosary beads and, you know, and beseeching the universe. Um, and then the next day I was like, how did you go back to sleep? by the way. And it was, and I just spoke and I said, listen, I know you're here. I know you died and all the rest of it. Cool. We like, we're cool. Okay. We mean no harm. We're just visiting in your humble Airbnb. Uh, (laughs) It's all cool. We don't mean any harm. Let us be fine. And you know, and it felt better to say that. And then I got out my pendulum 
and was like, we're asking questions. And he's like, what is happening right now? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I am communicating with the dead people that turned our lights on last night because that's you. Pretty, that's pretty crazy of you to be doing that too. Like, you're like, how could you bring us here? I'm going to now be talking with you. <laughs> Holy shit. How could you do this to us? Let's have a conversation. How exactly. quick. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so that was my, that was it. And I, and honestly, it was, um, it was really cheap too, which I think was pro- probably, you know, people probably have this experience a lot there. That is wild. That is wild. Oh my God. Yeah. The yeah. light thing. Okay. I have to share a, again, parallel story because we have parallel lives. I have a light story turning on in the middle of the night too. <gasps> See. So this, I would love to know what your thoughts are, because I Mm. think of this as more of um, almost like that impression thing we talked about replay, but I'm not quite sure. So, Mm -hmm. oh my God. Okay. I'm like, I literally, for the (laughs) record. For those of you (laughs) who cannot see us, Fiera is currently surrounding herself in sage. I know. I literally couldn't handle it anymore. Sage bath has, and I'm, I would not be surprised if she starts to chew on some. I was about to say, I'm not ingesting any I I have lit the sage. I'm like, I just feel better talking about this now. Um, (laughs) Well, Palo Santo after to infuse the good stuff. Um, So I was at an Airbnb as well. Um, I was in Strasbourg. I was in, uh, we'll just English it, Strasbourg, France with my dad. And Mm -hmm. he was visiting. It was the last time he was visiting. Interesting. um, Because he's coming as the moment we're recording uh, in like three days. But Mm. So it was years ago at this point. This was like 2019. And um, we, it was, it was not my first time in Strasbourg. It was my dad's first time. And he rented an Airbnb for us, like right in the center of the town. And so if you know Strasbourg, it's not like enormous, but it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a walkable city. It's lovely, but it's, um you know, there, the center, the heart of it is the uh, church, the Notre Dame uh, of Strasbourg church. And so oh. we were on that street, like we were very close to so like really old, old, town center of this so this building's been around a while and so mm-hmm. we go into it and painting a picture of what it's like when you walk in uh very very basic like fine everything's white um you walk in and there's like a hallway situation there's a bedroom to the right bathroom bedroom after that so bedroom bathroom bedroom and mm-hmm. then when you're uh, walking down, you turn uh, to the left and it's almost like a completely separate part of the apartment. It feels like the apartment's like broken into like, this is the half of the bedrooms, bathrooms. And then you walk right. into the other part of the ba- of the apartment and it's big open kitchen, big open living room. And that's the view to the street. And so when we were in this apartment, uh, we were, if we were hanging, we weren't really hanging out much, but when we were, because I had, I was studying for exams at the time, we were hanging out in the front part, in the, in the part that was the living room kitchen area. Mm -hmm. And it did feel newer. That part did feel newer. Um, But I remember I was getting like crazy, like migraine and I'm not one to ever have migraines, but I was getting really affected by this place. And I didn't even think of it as this place. I was thinking of it as, oh my God, I'm studying. I have exams. My dad's here. I'm playing tour guide, like lots of things going on. So I had a replay two nights in a row of almost the same thing. So I go to bed and it's one of those rooms that has like beveled glass where if there was a light on in the hallway, I could see it, but it was kind of like silhouetted. So you couldn't really like get details. But anyways, I, that's just, that's a a detail for later. I go to bed, Mm -hmm. I wake up in the middle of the night and I see smoke in the room. Smoke? 
The whole room is filled with smoke, but it is not smoke that smells like anything, that has any sort of like odor, any sort of movement really. And I like, and I'm trying to logic this because I do, I have contacts and glasses. So when I wake up, I don't have perfect vision, but I can still tell if there's a substance of smoke going on and Mm -hmm. the entire room is filled with smoke. And I'm like waving my hand in it and it's like not doing anything. And I'm like, what's happening? And, and I was like, you know what? I, I want to like, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I should probably check and see if there's a fire somewhere. And so I get up and I check everything. I'm feeling a little creeped out and I, everything's fine. And so I go back into my room. I don't quite remember if the smoke was gone or not, but I was like, this is very weird. I'm freaked out. I'm going to endlessly scroll on my phone until I fall asleep. And so um, I'm in bed preparing myself to have to go back to sleep. And suddenly I hear my dad scream from the other room. (laughs) I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, I have to check on him. I have to see if he's okay. And it, I, I did. And it turns out he had a like crazy nightmare and which was rare. And so mm. he had a crazy nightmare to the point where he like woke up like screaming. screaming. Yeah. So anyways, then I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to go back to like, sleep. how am I going to get back to sleep? I eventually did. <laughs> OK, the next night was the night that I I had such a bad migraine. And I like we did our thing during the day. We went to this fabulous dinner and I was almost like, I can't stay out any longer because my uh, I've just felt like since we left the apartment, my head's been pounding and Uh I went to bed early and I felt bad because I'm like, this is my time with my dad, but I can't handle it anymore. So I go to bed and when you have a migraine, you certainly don't want lights around you. And so this like beveled glass situation, the door, like I would have been able to see Sorry, my dad, when he went to bed, he would have been able to see if there was a light on in my room would have been weird. I certainly didn't have a light on going to sleep because that's the last thing that you want when you've got a migraine. And then Mm -hmm. three in the morning comes along and bam, I wake up and the lights are on. The lights are on at the witching hour. The lights (gasps) are on at the witching hour. And I was like, that really like somehow the smoke, I don't know, didn't freak me out as much. The light, I'm like, I didn't leave the light on and there's no way that I could have turned it on. There's no way I could have turned it on. And the 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 way that like the bedroom door was set up is that had my light been on when my dad went to bed, he he would have like come and turn it off or he would have like, you know, it would have been weird. Like, hey, see, are you awake? Like your light's on. I can see through the hallway that your light is on very clearly. Oh. And so the light goes on. I'm, but then I can't tell if it's the light going on that woke me up or if it's one of those when the light's been on so long that you like feel weird about it Not and you're waking up. up. Yeah. And so I'm like, holy shit. So I get up, I turn the light off and then- I get in bed, I'm freaking out. And then I hear my dad going, what? Huh? Huh? And it turns out that my mom never, ever did this, but dialed my dad. My dad's like, like, but dial royalty. My dad could butt dials all (laughs) all day long. My mom is not one. My mom's like very attached to her phone. And she's, yeah. And she never, like, there would not be a butt dialing situation. I don't know if there was a record of that call or what. And especially I've lived in France for a while. My mom knows the time difference. She's not trying to call us in the middle of the night. And so uh, my dad, but it was the same, like, and so I got up and I was like, is everything okay? And he's like, oh, I got like a call for mom, but she wasn't there. And it was that sleepy, what? Huh? And so chaos, it was very chaotic. The next morning we woke up early to go uh, to the train. We were like waiting for the train to come. And I was like, so 
that apartment. And my dad's like, well, there's definitely a presence if that's what you're asking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, P.S. Let's let's talk real right now. Because now that I'm we're like, out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now that we're out of it, we don't want to talk about that. But there was something about <laughs> the fact that, I mean, I I had the same situation of something's waking me up at this exact time in the middle of the night. And then there's a scream coming from the bedroom down the hall, like two nights in a row. I'm like kind of glad that we didn't stay there for more than that. But I'm like, yeah, was yeah. that was it a ghost? Was it, uh, you know, but it almost felt like a replay of like, was this was there a fire here at some point? At 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah, that like somebody what then. Imprint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get chills, man. I gotta get my stage going again. Like I am. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like that was a really wild one. I don't know I mean, what that have, is. We have so many, and I have stories that I could share, but I feel inappropriate sharing because they're not my stories to tell. But I've had friends talk about all sorts of haunted house experiences to the point of like, you know. Oh God, it's, 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 it's wild. And I've got to say the one thing that I, as, as light beings, as we talk about this a lot and you and I having a very positive spin on these things, I am totally fine with the like, um, benevolent presence, you know, yeah. and being like, Hey, something's up in here. I can feel it, but possession and that kind of stuff. Oh, I no. just, I just, I, my whole body revolts against it. And we were talking about that in, um, one of our tarot classes and my teacher said to me not in this life Stefan not in this <laughs> and I was like have I been possessed she's like oh honey and I'm like ah but but it's funny because you're like yeah I definitely have a fear some people are so fascinated like my ex-boyfriend was like yeah let's go watch every single possession movie I was like no Ugh. absolutely not like I can't do it my soul just is too full of light it just it just rejects the darkness it can't yeah. do it it's like yeah. and it's yeah. afraid of it there's a fear there i'm like i i do not welcome you here no yeah, i don't no way. there's a part of me that's fascinated by it but not the possession stuff there's a part of me that's fascinated by like the the ghost stories and like the haunted places and the oh my god the object moved but it's like a fascination in theory as opposed to wanting to necessarily experience it you know what i mean well, and it's also like these experiences we have where we're like the one I've had of like temper, like of like matter moving um, was so random and so uneventful. Like it happened one day we were all at home. My parents, as I was younger, I was a teenager and we're watching TV, which is in the back of the house. And we're just sitting there watching TV. And then the next minute we hear this and this big smash. And we're like, what the hell? And we all get up, me, my mom, and my sister, we walk into my mom's room my parents room and they had a mirror that was sitting on the back of their vanity yeah, but in grand scheme yeah. of my family we'd painted the house it was hung up that mirror but then people just we just we never hung it again because you know lazy and they just like stood it on the vanity okay you know, on the I got you. Yeah, yeah 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 but there was perfume bottles in front of it there was paper in front of it stacks of like mail there was the table was full to the point where things were kind of up against the mirror you know yeah. and we walked in the mirror smashed on the ground but everything on the table is unmoved and quite, and quite messy table, like not messy in like a chaos, but there's a lot on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it was like, how, if the, if the, if the mirror fell forward and fell things the would floor, have been, yeah, things would have been in disarray. <gasps> also the mirror would have been like the way that the physics had worked. If the, if the mirror flipped down and then flipped off the table, it would have been lying a certain way. 
which it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. It was like had done like one too many flips. You know what I mean? To then smash. Oh. In the in the space, yeah. So it kind of felt mm-hmm. like the mirror had to like rise up, move, and then flip, flip to break. It was like no explanation, and we were all like, "What in the what?" And it couldn't have even slipped down because there was boxes under the table, so it couldn't have done that. So it was like, "What in the what has happened here?" That's and I remember wild. just going like. I'm getting the holy water and we just went to the fridge. Good Ukrainian family, get the holy water, spray that around liberally and then clean that up. And it was like, never discussed. We never really, it just like, that was it. That was the end. It was an event. And it was like, well, not hundred percent sure what that was about. And our house wasn't, didn't have like that vibe of like being haunted, you know? Um, And it was so out of character, you know? And that's a whole nother conversation. That is literally like, let's make that a conversation for another day with like mirrors and portals and shit. That would be oh, a conversation for another day. Oh man. But we, oh, what was trying to come through? Don't even start Sierra. That's, <laughs> oh, what is it? Bloody Mary. Oh, don't even start. Okay. okay no, this is, with, this is a positivity podcast. And so this <laughs> is what, this is what I'm gonna um, maybe like end with this story. Yes. Of, yes. Um, I have a positive ghost story. Good. We love that. that. Yeah, I have, um, okay, two really quickies. There was one that when um, I was in sixth grade, so I was 12-ish, my grandpa passed away and he was the one that I met. I never met my dad's parents. And so I knew him and um, he loved that I played the piano. And Mm. uh, when he left all of his grandkids some money, the money that he left me went to getting me a new piano because I had a piano that was like a a hundred bucks from like an auction, like couldn't hold a tune. And we got me like the beautiful (laughs) piano that you've now seen at my parents' house, which is a baby grand. And it was just like uh, amazing. So I was playing the piano for the first time and we had like the, all these windows in our sunroom that the piano was up against that, you know, when like you, when when it gets dark outside windows almost become like mirrors in a way you know and so this is like i mean it could be slightly creepy but it was like it's still a beautiful moment where i was playing the piano and it got dark outside and i looked up and i saw somebody in the kitchen behind me and it freaked me out and then they kind of like ran away but then i realized that it was like just young version of my grandpa it was oh. like young version of my grandpa because he wore the same thing every single day. And yeah. it was like the same brown pants, same white T-shirt. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was him and it was young him. And it was almost like he was like, oh, no, she saw me. And, you know, I didn't want to freak her out. That kind oh, of energy. Oh, so and, and it was like he was watching me play piano, the piano that because of him I had. So that was like yeah, my one oh. like really beautiful like grandpa story. And then I have another grandpa story that. My parents came uh, the last time they were here was uh, when I got married at like, you have to get married at town hall here. So we did that before we had like our big wedding in the US. And um, so it's just my parents like here sitting on the couch. I'm sitting on a chair. We're in the living room. We're talking. And then my mom and I kind of lock eyes with each other. And like next to me ish in the living room, I was like kind of pointed and she kind of pointed and we were like, there's a grandpa here. And we're like, yeah. Like that, like we couldn't see anything, but it just felt like grandpa energy. And my mom's like, I don't know which one it is. I was like, I don't know which one it is either. And I've had these experiences throughout my life where like, I know my grandparents have visited me. The ones that I haven't met, I know that they have visited me. My, My grandparents that I have met, I know when they visited me. And I can distinctly tell that energy, but it was just like grandpa. I don't know who it is though. 
And my mom was like, well, whoever you are, thank you for coming and celebrating Sierra and Guillaume. And we're excited to oh, have you. so beautiful. I'm like almost nearly crying. It's yeah. Like but then, but then the thing is, is that like a couple months later, I went to a psychic when I was back home with my mom. And I, you know, as mother and daughter activities that we do together. And um, so I went to the psychic and she, you know, it was like, she, what she said to me was, there's a grandpa here. He's not speaking <gasps> English. And he wants oh. you to know that he was at your wedding. <gasps> Stop it right now. Yes. And you knew it. You felt it. And I was like, holy shit, this was my husband's grandpa. Like, you know, I was going to say your husband's grandpa. Yeah. It, yeah. Because this was hap- all of this happened. Like it took place in France. Uh, you know, that's my parents were visiting me from the US. We got married in France. And and yeah, wow. so that was my husband's grandpa. My mom and I knew that there was somebody there. We knew it was a grandpa, but we couldn't tell which one it was. And then for a psychic, like, in, I mean, this was back in the US and this was months later to be like, hey, there's a grandpa here not speaking English. And he wants you to, he wants to let you know that he was at your wedding. Yeah, I think that is so beautiful. And I think, and see, for me, I think that moment is a soul reaching across dimensions to Ugh. be present. Yes. I mean, yeah, that wasn't a ghost. That was that wasn't yes. Exactly. That was it was that, like yeah. There was no Isn't time slip. There was no ghost. There was only positive like light energy Old there. And it was like I'm making my presence known to share in this family moment that and you know. I, yes. Yeah, almost like and I'm meeting you. Yeah, and I think like we yes, it's an introduction and I think that we could talk about that more in an episode about um uh, spirit guides and souls, because, yeah. um, you know, I've got stories too about friends who have been to psychics after having, um, dream after dream after dream about grandparents only yeah. to go to a psychic and say, your grandmother is reaching out to you in your sleep. And my friend, exactly. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, yeah. she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's actually why I'm here. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, wow. Well, this is so amazing. I mean, I think it's safe to say that we do believe in spooks and um it's it's nothing to be afraid of and i think just a little advice is if you do feel afraid like we are on a plane where you can like we joke about these things like holy water and sage and whatever but whatever ritual you need to protect yourself mm-hmm. um it helps because even if that ritual the physical ritual is really more about like a mind state that you're connecting to yeah, those yeah. things are super important but also like i did have a conversation out loud, say, listen, I mean no harm yes. to you. I don't know what's happening here. I don't quite understand what's happening, but I mean no harm to you. I'm no threat to you. I'm not just, just you're freaking me out, you know? Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and you have that and, power. And stop that. Yeah. And in doing so you create protection. And I think that that's the most important sort of thing to remember is like, we can't really explain half the time all the different realities, dimensions, spiritual and physical that are happening around us. But we do know that sometimes they start to interact. And I think that we're in that area in this episode. Yeah. And I think that you can also treat it as if you would treat a human. If you think of it, like, you know, when you meet somebody and they're given bad vibes and you're like, I'm not going to be around this. If you're in an area 
and you're like getting bad vibes, you don't need to be around it. If it's one of those situations, like I'm thinking, say that you're, you know, you've learned some amazing tools, may, like maybe it was just like through self-discovery, maybe it was in therapy where you're like, when I'm having a panicky moment, I go through these steps and this calms me down. I feel like right. that's the situation if I've ever felt, because there are a million more stories I could share on this topic, but like if I've ever felt like scared to a point, I always do that like ball of white light, especially ball coming light. out from my heart space, but like protective ball of white light. And then I have something like sage because it is like that ritual that I, when you feel like you're taking action, that makes you feel like you have the power back in a, in a way. And, but I also think that there is that discernment of, Hey, if this is like a temporary situation and you don't have to stay, like, then don't stay. If you don't feel good, like if this person's got bad energy, don't talk to them, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, but like your instinct. Yes, exactly. And also there is. I think what we've talked about here too is there's also like some really cool parts of like the maybe what we don't consider ghosts, what we consider more of like spirits or, you know, visits from past souls and things like that, where I I think there's some really positive and beautiful moments that come from the whole spirit world that aren't spooky. And being open to that, because the truth is, you know, when you are open when your soul is open to those connections, then you know, you start to maybe notice them. I think that we all have sound around us all the time. And I think that we probably have spirit guides and souls connecting to us more than we realize. And I think a big thing is if you're thinking about your grandma, she's probably popping in. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of how those soul connections work. And I think that if you're thinking, you know, and spirit guides too. And I mean, in this lovely book, again, journey of souls, read it. Um, there's so much about that. And there's so much about, you know, people having debriefs with spirit guides after life and spirit and saying, you know, why didn't you tell me? And the spirit guide saying, I put those ideas in your head so many times. I dropped those clues in your mind so many times and you didn't listen, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, So when you're having those muse moments, oh, the muse came to visit. I had this idea. I should write a book or maybe I shouldn't be treating that person that way. Or, oh, I've got this moment of inspiration. Me and Sierra do it to each other all the time. Sierra, I had a thought. This popped into my mind. These are also, it's a nice way of thinking about it, that you are having communication with people that are guiding you, that are helping you, that are trying to push you to to do what you said you were going to do. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, I like the idea of being open to it. I like the idea of being open to just like, yeah, the positive side of it. And we're going to get both sides of the coin. Like, you know, you know, you're going to have some of those spookier moments like we experience, but you have the power to take back the power and you, yeah, I'd also love to hear um, yes. if anybody has like, ghost stories and like we said before if you know what what's your experience do you believe in them i am i'm married to someone who hardcore does not believe in them and i'm like so excited Guillaume. one day i want you're gonna see a ghost you're gonna see it you're gonna believe me and it's gonna happen <laughs> and if you do and if you do want to share with us on our instagram yes um please 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 do so um because we would love to, we're gonna post this episode there and we would just love to hear in the comment section um, your stories. Yes. And actually p- following this, we may actually open up a forum on stories. That would be ask. fun. Yeah. Share your stories here. Like that a would poll. be fun. Yeah. yeah. 
And also when this episode comes out, it is going to be the full moon in Libra. So happy moon return, Stefan. Wow. Oh, wonderful. That's exciting. Yay. (laughs) Full moon in Libra. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Yes. Yes. So maybe I'll get some spiritual visitors. You never know. Happy, uh, happy full moon and Libra to everybody listening and uh, a whole energy of myself versus everybody else. How do I take care of me? How do I take care of everybody else? Where do I show up for me? Where do I show up for everybody else? So that'll be themes coming up right on, you know, this, this podcast release day. And like Stefan said, please, yeah, share your stories with us. We'll put up some ways of doing so over on our Instagram at mystic.gossip. And you can find Stefan over at tarot for light. And you can find me over at Matt magical.bookclub and this has been really fun and thanks for joining us everybody it's been so wonderful as usual and we are out of ghostly gossip and we will speak to you soon bye bye